Welcome to Every Day with Jesus for September 13th. The only right fear. Psalm 33, 8. I'll look that up in my Bible. Psalm 33. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise Him. Praise the Lord with the harp. Make music to Him on the ten-string lyre. Sing to Him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all He does. Now I'll jump down to 7 and 8. 7 says, He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere Him. One of Jesus' most cryptic teaching is found in His words to the scribes and the Pharisees, Woe to you lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge, Luke eleven fifty two. But Jesus didn't say specifically what the key of knowledge was. Wouldn't it be good to know? The clue to the key may be found in Isaiah 33, 6, a verse Jesus may have had in mind. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Interestingly, one modern translation says, the fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure of wisdom and knowledge. Could the fear of the Lord be the key to gaining wisdom and knowledge about God and living rightly with Him? Scripture seems to think so, as described in Psalm 111.10, Proverbs 1 verse 7, 2 verse 5, 9 verse 10, 14 verses 26 to 27, and 19.23. In fact, we are to be zealous for the fear of the Lord all day. That's Proverbs 23.17. Honor, reverence, awe, submission, obedience. All these characterize the fear of the Lord. The whole earth should fear the Lord and stand in awe of Him. Those are some great verses. I hope you might have time to look some of those up again. Um, they're really good. But the main verse, we were, Psalm 33, 8 again. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of Him. And you know what? That's just really sad right now, obviously. Most people aren't standing in awe of Him, right? A lot of people aren't taking the key, which is the wisdom and the fear of the Lord. And fear doesn't mean like we should be afraid of God, but just that we should just be in so, so much awe of Him. I mean, He is the creator of the universe. And so I hope today that you just try to honor and revere Him and just live and walk in the fear of the Lord. Because when you do that, good things happen in your life. Hope you have a wonderful day walking in the fear and honor of the Lord. See you tomorrow. Welcome to Every Day with Jesus for September 14th. You ready? Living for the Lord. Psalm 23, verse 6. Oh, don't you just love Psalm 23? You know it. Let's say it together. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lay down in green pastures. He guides me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for He is with me. His rod and His staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Living for the Lord. 
When Hester Ford passed away on April 17, 2021, she left a legacy of 12 children, 68 grandchildren, 125 great-grandchildren, and at least 120 great-great-grandchildren. That's a family of 325 people. She was born on a farm in Lancaster County, South carolina, either in nineteen o four or o five The records are unclear and she lived to the age of one hundred and fifteen or one hundred and sixteen At the time of her death, she was the oldest living American. Wow, isn't that exciting? Her secret in her words, living for the Lord. She believed in memorizing scripture, and even after she developed dementia, she could still recite her Bible verses perfectly. I believe that. Her favorite passage was Psalm 23. Near the end of her life, she told her children she was ready to go home to be with Jesus. Few of us will live to be 115 or 116, but those who live for the Lord and hide His word in their heart will have the joy of anticipating the day when they will be at home with Jesus. The secret to a well-regulated life is maintaining a day-by-day walk with our Savior, Sustainer, and Shepherd. His goodness and mercy will bless our lives here on earth, and we will dwell with Him forever. And that is true. You know, they say the secret here um, is a day-by-day walk with our Savior, Sustainer, and Shepherd. And it is, you know, so important. That's why I'm making these videos and I hope it's encouraging you to have your own quiet time and maybe dig a little deeper because every day we need to be filled up. And I'm going to share with you a couple notes in my Bible um, from Psalm 23. So the first thing I have written down is where it talks about how he leads me beside quiet waters. I have, you don't need to know where you are going if God is leading. And isn't that true? If we're following the shepherd who loves us, it doesn't really matter where we're going as long as we're following him. He has our best interest in mind. The other note I have here deals with the rod because it says your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And it says the shepherd carries the rod on his shoulders during the day so the sheep can see it and taps it as he walks along by night or in fog so they can hear it. So I need to look and listen to God's rod. Isn't that interesting? I really like that about the rod. You know, there's so much written in the Bible that's just so cultural for back then that we know nothing about right now, but I love that about the shepherd's rod. Welcome to Every Day with Jesus for September 15th. Good morning, friends. Ah! Woo! Guess what? I'm so excited. This is the 100th episode. Actually, I think it's the 103rd or 4th. I'm not really into numbers, which is why I didn't notice when 100 came and went. But anyway, I'm just so excited to have made this many of these. And not that I'm into numbers, but that just means over 100 times God's Word is going out over the internet. And I just want to fight all the stuff that's on the internet, all the garbage. There's so much bad stuff and negative stuff. I mean, there's evil songs and just bad teachings and porn and just killing and terrible stuff. And I just want to be flooding the internet with God's word and positive stuff. So anyhow, let's just do the happy dance. Woohoo, woohoo. Mandy's like, what's going on today? But I'm excited to celebrate 100. So thanks for celebrating with me. And I think I've got 60 
um, subscribers too, which is awesome, which means at least 60 people out there are watching this, maybe every day, every other day, whatever. So anyway, I'm just glad, um, and I just hope you keep watching. If you don't wanna watch this, watch a different channel, watch anything that's positive with God's word, because that's what's gonna fill your heart. So, <laughs> have a blessed day. Mandy's like, what is going on, Mom? Never a day. The scripture is Numbers 9, verse 16. Let's look that up. All right, we're in Numbers, which is the Old Testament, and I'm going to back up to verse 15, and the chapter title is The Cloud Above the Tabernacle. On the day the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony, was set up, the cloud covered it. From evening till morning, the cloud above the tabernacle looked like fire. That is how it continued to be. The cloud covered it, and at night it looked like fire. Whenever the cloud lifted from the tent, the Israelites set out. Wherever the cloud settled, the Israelites encamped. Never a day. When the children of Israel escaped their Egyptian captors, the Lord went with them, encamping among them and manifesting His presence. Every day, a bright cloud of glory appeared above the tabernacle, and every evening, a column of fire shot into the sky. At some point after the Israelites entered the promised land, the visible phenomena ceased, but the Lord was still near, still dear, and still dwelling close among them. In the same way, He is near, dear, and close to us. An old hymn says, There is never a day so dreary, but God can make it bright. And unto the soul that trusts Him, He giveth songs in the night. That's beautiful. I don't know that one, but I like it. There is never a day when God's presence isn't as near to you as your very breath. He lives with you, within you, around you, before you, behind you, above you, below you, and He surrounds you with favor as with a shield. If you have trouble grasping this, imagine His cloud of glory and His pillar of fire above your head. He is there just as truly as He dwelt among the Israelites. That's really awesome. You know, I think we sometimes feel like he's not near because we can't see him, but he is. I mean, he's right by us. How cool for them that they got to actually see him every day. I mean, as a pillar of fire at night and as a cloud during the day, I mean, that would just be, that'd be awesome. But we still get to see him, right? Not physically, but we know that he's with us. And I know there's been times, you know, in my life when it feels like God isn't close. And I remember hearing this quote when I was a little kid. This is not in the Bible. But the quote goes like this. If you feel like God is far away, guess who moved? Like, that's because we've moved away from God. He's always next to us, you know. So I hope today that you just, even if you're feeling maybe alone, you know, are sad or discouraged, just know that He is right there by you. And like they said, just imagine that cloud. You know, just think there are clouds above us now. We can look up and imagine He's in the clouds, right? But He is always with you, and He has a plan for you, something specific even just for today. So I hope that symbolism um, helps remind you of that and that you just have a wonderful day knowing that He is right by your side, my friend. You have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Welcome to Every Day with Jesus for September 16th. The Morning Watch from Ezekiel 12, verse 8. And in the morning, the word of the Lord came to me. This will be good.
The Student Volunteer Movement was an organization founded in 1886 to mobilize university students for the mission field, and it had a deep impact on thousands of young people. One of its emphasis was the morning watch, the practice of personal prayer and Bible study each morning. In one SVM publication, Grace Wilder wrote, A mark of the divine origin of the student volunteer movement is the fact that early in its history, the morning watch became one of its prominent features. She wrote of a missionary who, after 18 years of service, wrote, When I first came to India, I was on the supernatural plane. Now I am on the natural plane. When I first came, I saw results, but now I rarely see them. It was her conviction that neglect of the morning watch accounted for the leakage of power. If Satan can deprive us of our morning watch in this land, he has little to no fear from us in any land. Wow. That was pretty amazing. I'm going to read that one more time here. If Satan can deprive us of our morning watch or our quiet time in this land, he has little to no fear from us in any land. Whether we call it the morning watch, our quiet time, daily devotions, or just daily time of prayer and Bible study, don't neglect spending this precious daily time with God. And, you know, I think it's so interesting because Ezekiel was a prophet back in the Old Testament. He was exiled with the Jews to Babylon under King Nebuchadnezzar. And so even back then, what did he say? You know, the word of the Lord came to me in the morning. So he's spending time praying to God and listening to God. You know, it is a two-way street there. And so I just want to encourage you. I know you're watching these videos, which is awesome. I hope maybe you also take your own time and get your own Bible out and read some things as well. Because, you know, this world is hard. It's so hard. And there's so many things that are coming at us and just pulling at us. And now with media, I mean, I'm so, I just fear so much for our kids and the next generations coming after that. I mean, growing up, you know, when we were young, we had some distractions, but not like now. And the world is just pulling, pulling, pulling at you, dear friend. And so I just want to make sure that you're just every day spending time in his word, you know, on your own, or at least watching these videos when you're walking or commuting. I mean, there's so many stolen moments during the day when you could flip on the news and hear something really completely negative, or you could just hit your phone and have a podcast going and just be listening because the more we can just flood and flood our hearts and minds with his word and remind, be reminded of his promises, the stronger you're going to be. So whether you do it in the morning or all day long, I hope you take time to read his word. I hope you take time to pray and really listen to what he's telling you. And then you also take time to go out and act on what you've heard and listened and um, don't forget worship too. You know, I love to sing all the time in my car. I'm the one doing this, you know, praise music in the bathroom when I'm taking a shower, whenever. So I hope today that you do um, just meet him every morning and throughout the day because he wants to fill you up. And uh, if you don't let him fill you up, the world's going to fill you up with garbage, garbage, my friend. So no garbage today. Be filled with him. I love you. See you tomorrow. she's looking at me. Welcome to Every Day with Jesus for September 19th. Morning till evening, Acts 28, 23. Let's look that up in my Bible. 
The chapter title here is Paul Preaches at Rome Under Guard. So let's remember, he's, you know, under prison guard, but he's still preaching because he's awesome. So anyway, verse 20, I'll start at uh, 22. But we want to hear what your views are, for we know that people everywhere are talking against this sect. They arranged to meet Paul on a certain day and came in even larger numbers to the places where he was staying. And then here's the verse for today. From morning till evening, he explained and declared to them the kingdom of God and tried to convince them about Jesus from the law of Moses and from the prophets. Some were convinced by what he said, but others would not believe. From morning till evening, that's how long we're to serve the Lord. And then from evening till morning, God assigns our work daily. And one of the best prayers we can offer daily is, Lord, what do you want me to do today? As a matter of fact, real quick, um, in the morning when I wake up, I always say, God, what are we going to do today? Because I always want to be underneath his will um, and recognizing that I want to do what he wants, but I need his help um, to do that. So that's a great little prayer every morning. Just, Lord, what are we going to do today? And then just be open to whatever he has. Okay, sorry. I digress. The Apostle Paul found himself under house arrest in Rome for two years while waiting trial. He was chained to guards, but he had the freedom to stay in his own rented house. During this period, he didn't have the rigors of travel or the threat of violence. He didn't have to worry about bandits on the trail or shipwrecks on the sea. He could write letters to his churches and entertain the guests wanting to see him. Paul accepted this as a time assigned by God for sharing Christ and teaching how Jesus fulfilled the law of Moses and the prophets. And this he did from morning till evening. Every new day is a fresh opportunity to serve the Lord. We'll never retire from that calling and we will never resign from his will. As long as we're on earth, He'll have something for us to do from morning till evening. I just love that, don't you? You know, and it's just so awesome because, you know, so often when we get kind of sidelined maybe from what we're doing or if our plans don't go through, we just think, well, God, you know, I'm not getting to do what I want, but maybe this is not what he wants. He wants us over here doing something totally different. And um, it's really exciting to me because Paul could have been all like, you know, Boo-hoo, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to pout, I'm chained up, I can't do anything. But instead, he was like, no, give me a pen and some paper, you know, or a quill and a scroll. And he spent all that time just writing letters. And what a treasure we have in this Bible. I mean, at the end of the New Testament, all of these, all these books of the Bible are actually letters from Paul. And so it's so exciting. And I'm so proud of him for setting that example for us that no matter what happens or how old we get, or if we feel like we're getting moved from this ministry, you know, like as I'm getting older, you see all those younger people coming up and they're kind of like scooting the old people out, you know, but that's okay. It's great. The next generation is rising up and they're taking, you know, ownership and things. So anyhow, I hope today that you just First of all, start by saying, God, what can we do every morning? And then just be open to that and just also realize that when you think, oh, we're going to go and do this, but God kind of scoots you over here to do this. If you feel like you're chained up, get out a pen and paper. Just start writing some letters of encouragement to people because people need to hear the good news from you. So I hope you have a great day adjusting to God's new plan. And I will see you back here tomorrow. You can order your own copy of the Every Day with Jesus devotional book by going to davidjeremiah.org or by calling Turning Point at 877-998-0222.
and I would love to answer any questions you may have about faith in Jesus. Just email me through my website, nancyjoytoyou.com. And I hope you go out and shine for Him today. See you tomorrow.